0: Good morning. It's Thursday, May 13th. I'm Duarte Geraldino.
1: And I'm Shamita Basu. This is Apple News Today. Each morning, hear about some of the most fascinating stories in the news and how the world's best journalists are covering them.
0: Liz Cheney's ousting from House leadership is a clear sign that GOP still has strong ties with former President Donald Trump, despite her very public punishment. A small number of Republicans like her are adamant the party must move away from Trump. So the big question right now is what role, if any, should the GOP's anti-Trump faction play in the party's future?
1: Cheney has shown no signs of letting up on her criticisms of the former president or bowing out of public life. The Washington Post reports that she's been planning more travel, more appearances in the media to continue arguing that Trump should not have any influence in the GOP moving forward. Cheney has reportedly told allies that she has every intention of running for re-election.
0: Trump still has solid support among Republicans. And now some influential conservatives, they're worried about that. Bill Kristol chairs the Republican Accountability Project. Full disclosure, he's been a harsh critic of former President Trump. He told The Post, the non-Trump faction of the GOP could be as big as 15 percent. And after Cheney's ousting, a Wall Street Journal editorial warned Republicans, you won't win future elections if Trump dominates the party and keeps rehashing the 2020 race.
1: Illinois Congressman Adam Kinzinger is part of this anti-Trump group. He was one of 10 House Republicans who voted for Trump's second impeachment. The Atlantic reports on his fight to keep Trump from taking over the party. One thing Kinzinger has done is start an organization called Country First. And the goal is to recruit and support Republican candidates who oppose Trump. Kinzinger says he's looking for Republicans who tell the truth, avoid fear-mongering, and advance an optimistic agenda.
0: Kinzinger has said Cheney deserves credit for shifting the conversation in the GOP, but... She and this anti-Trump group face an uphill battle. Remember, Cheney not only lost her leadership post, she's also going to have to fight to keep her seat in Congress. Trump advisors, they're already looking for a candidate in Wyoming to run against her.
1: Death tolls are rising as the conflict between Israel and Hamas intensifies. Most killed were Palestinians in Gaza, though a number of people in Israel have died in rocket attacks. President Biden spoke to Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu yesterday. Biden stressed Israel's right to self-defense, but said he's hopeful the violence will end soon.
0: On the ground reporting inside Israel shows how the tension between Israel and Hamas is playing out among civilians, you know regular people. NPR reports from the city of Lod. That's where, historically, Jewish and Muslim people peacefully lived together. But lately, there's been street violence, houses of worship set on fire.
1: In Lod, two of those killed in a rocket attack were Palestinian citizens of Israel, a father and his teen daughter, Khalil and Nadine Awad. NPR spoke with a friend of their family.
0: It's, it's against all of us, like this situation
1: because violence or uh, war is against all humanity, not just Arabs or Jews. or It's against nature.
0: CNN has more on how this conflict is playing out on the ground. In several cities in Israel, mob violence is happening. An Arab driver was attacked by a group of Jewish people. A Jewish man was wounded in an attack by a group of Arabs. The mayor of Lod is frustrated. He says the violence has trampled decades of peaceful coexistence across faiths. Matthew Frazier had $30,000 in credit card debt when the pandemic started. Then he lost his job, and things got worse. So Frazier cut costs, and when stimulus checks and unemployment money came in, he used it to pay down his debt. And then he got a new job. And by February, he had paid off all of his credit cards.
1: The Wall Street Journal explains that Frazier's story is playing out across America, As difficult as this year has been for many people financially, we've also seen stimulus checks, more unemployment benefits, and pauses on student loans. And that means Americans have had more money on hand to pay off credit card debt. Banking data shows this is happening at a level that hasn't been seen in years. Now, this is great for American families. Less debt means less money spent on interest payments.
0: And that's worrying credit card companies. They're now actively trying to get people to carry more debt. See, they make their money off of interest on unpaid balances. The journal is reporting some of these companies are not only spending a lot more on marketing, they're also loosening standards. You may be getting offers for new credit cards, but think very carefully before signing up.
1: The journal explains as the economy improves, credit card spending is increasing. But people are continuing to pay down their balances. The big question is how long into recovery this trend will continue. America has a new chess master. And he's 10 years old. Tani Atawumi won four straight matches at a recent tournament, raising his rating to the chess master level.
0: Tani and his family fled religious persecution against Christians in Nigeria. Back in 2019, a New York Times column about him went viral. He was living with his family in a Manhattan homeless shelter at the time, and Tani had just won the state chess championship for his age group. And in pictures... You can see him standing next to the trophy he won, which was about as tall as he was back then.
1: (laughs) And just a few days after that, the Times reported the response to Tani's story was overwhelming. Hundreds of thousands of dollars in donations poured in. The family found a home and Tani got scholarship offers from several elite private schools.
0: NPR has an update. Tani is as serious about chess as ever. He says he practices 10 or 11 hours every day after school and somehow still manages to find time for sleep. And when he plays, this kid can see up to 20 moves ahead.
1: Yeah, he's such an advanced player now that it's been a while since Tani played against someone his age. Most of his competitors now are adults. He says his favorite match that he's ever played was against Hikaru Nakamura, a top American grandmaster. Now, Tani lost, but didn't let it get him down. I say to myself that I never lose, that I only learn. Because when you lose, you have to make a mistake to lose that game. So you learn from that mistake, and so you learn. So losing is a way of winning for yourself.
0: That attitude is going to serve him well as he sets his sights on a new target, He wants to become the world's youngest grandmaster ever. Tani has just under two years left to make his moves.
1: You can find all these stories and more in the Apple News app.
0: And while you're there, check out some of our audio stories.
1: We'll talk with you again tomorrow.